All right, so I've just found out that uh, we're going to be leaving the European Union. Now, I'm not too sure what that means. So I wanted to talk to you because I know you, you went to college and I thought you might have an idea of what this is all about. Absolutely, hon. Can I ask where you're from? That I'm accent's from, very mysterious. I'm from, I'm from Liverpool, actually. Are you? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I, I know some people from Liverpool. Yeah, around, around, around Everton. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Um, My dad supports Liverpool, though. It's an art scandal. Right, yeah. okay. I have no interest in football whatsoever, so I can't help I didn't, you then. I didn't actually ask you if you did, so right, that's sure. fine. Yeah, no worries. Um, leaving the European Union, what does that mean? Well... Has anybody seen the film Mad Max? Now, it can be the most recent one with Tom Hardy or the older versions. So this is what I envision Britain to look like when we're not in the EU. With the lack of water. With the lack of water. Speaking of water, we'd like to to thank our sponsor, Evian. I don't know. That was shocking. And he spilt all over my laptop. <laughs> but yeah, water, drink some, or you might die. Yeah, well, what's going to happen, I'm imagining, and I don't see this as any kind of hyperbole, is that we're going to have one well left in the UK, and that's going to be privatised <laughs> by um, Argos. By Argos, Argos. You walk into Argos, and they just... <laughs> The catalogue is just one page and it's water. It's, and it's just really water. expensive. It's just directions from various places yeah, on yeah, how yeah. to get to the well. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh, but Jesus Christ. It's scary times. So, yes. so for anybody who doesn't know, yesterday we had a big announcement from Bojo, Mr. Whiffwaff himself. <laughs> who, uh, was not was not joking when he said when he said that he was going to make Britain champions of Whiffwaff once more. <laughs> But yeah, he announced that he was going to prorogue Parliament, which means that Parliament will take a recess. And this normally happens um, when there's a Queen's speech. So every yeah. time every time there's a new government, tradition is that the Parliament um, and the government, not the Parliament, sorry, the, um, the new Prime Minister and his government says to the Queen, we'd like to have a Queen's speech to legitimize the new government. And just, it's, it's, a, it's some fucking bollocks, basically. It's totally unnecessary. It's, it's like, what, what do they call it, like... Pomp and... Pomp and frill. There you go. Just, yeah, meaningless rubbish. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's just fucking bollocks. You know, it's, it's something I like, I don't mind having the queen here, you know? And do you know why they need to go into a recess before a queen's speech traditionally? What is that um, based It's it's about kind of having like an end to one session of parliament and the start of a new one to like mark the end and the, the, like a fresh government. Okay, and, and how long is that recess usually? The recess is normally a couple of weeks. This yeah. one is, I think, three, five, five, five weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, so this is a really long one. And he's doing that intentionally so that government is not able to get any kind of legislation through that would prevent a no-deal Brexit. Right. And it's actually, but I really saw what he's trying to do here now. And it's it's insane because he's he's a fucking genius with this. He's he's being very very smart with this. So basically, with Theresa May, what happened with her was that she was basically trying to threaten a no deal Brexit, yeah, in order to get through her deal and to yeah. get that voted upon. And she was saying, it's this or no deal. It's this or no deal. Everybody yeah. everybody was calling her bluff, saying fuck off. You're not going to do that. Yeah. 
And everybody kind of always knew that she was never going to do that. She never said she would. But she was like, ah, it might happen. It might happen. What, the no deal might happen? Yeah, but the difference is Boris Johnson has said, I'll fucking do it. He's there with a fucking gun to his head like, watch me, bro. Watch me. Well, is and it that he even wants to do it? That that's, that's he doesn't want to do it. Right. This is the thing. Of course, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. He's not a complete idiot. Right. But well. but what he wants to do. So, Parliament is coming back into session. I think after the um, the weekend of the thirteenth of October, mm-hmm. and on the Thursday and Friday of that week, the Council of Europe and the EU are meeting again. Yeah. To uh, see if they can get a new deal for Britain, and it's almost it's almost certain that they're right. not going to renegotiate. They're not going to budge on the backstop. Yeah. They're not going to give us better terms in any way. Yeah. This is the best deal we're going to get. So they're probably going to come back and say, "Uh, no, deal's the exact same. Maybe a free, few minor tweaks." Yeah. But Parliament's coming back into session right after that. Yes. Two weeks before no deal. Yes. So Boris Johnson is then going to take this deal back to Parliament yeah. and say, "Yo, this is the deal now." No do we do we want this? To, yeah. No time to fucking do anything. Yeah. This is the deal or no deal. Yeah. And that is fucking terrifying and it's so smart that he's doing that. It's but the thing is is he's, he's like evil fun, genius. he is fundamentally saying that that is not the reason why and that everything he's oh, doing yeah, 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 yeah. is well within the parameters of what we define as our democratic principles and the way that the British government is is run and the way Parliament is run. And it's it is brazen. It's bold. If if anything, you've got to give it's, it to him. It's it so is a bold. bold. It's so move. also going to the Queen with like with like this fucking you know he went in there, he must have this cheeky fucking smile like, Oh you're right, love. Can we have that Queen speech thing in like a month? And she probably knew what was going on. Of course. But the thing is, the reason why... I mean, why... I know she's old, but Jesus Christ, she, she, must, has, she, she must know what's, go- what's going on. Yeah, she has the Privy Council, or she has like... Right. Which is fucking hilarious that it's the Privy Council. Honestly. Literally Game of Thrones making these decisions. <laughs> fucking 70 random lords Hand and business. Hand of the Queen. Are... Hand of the Queen. Fucking... fucking Tyrion's there, like, don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, but she... His argument and his government's argument was very strong. Yeah. Because... The Queen has never denied this request. Yeah. Since like, I I, I don't know when, but like it's it's such a strong tradition mm. that it's just the Queen always says yes, mm-hmm. and his government says you have to say yes because it's tradition, and she's not going to go against that, even though this Queen's speech and what it means for the government and what they're able to do before No Deal, it's inherently political, because having a Queen's speech now means that we're not able to fight a no-deal Brexit. So actually her saying yes to this is her getting more involved in politics Absolutely. than her saying no would be. You are, at, like, when people are going to be, this is going to be in the history textbooks, and it's you're going to be like, the Queen did what? Yeah, the Queen. <sighs> really enmeshed in the kind of cause and effect of what is going to go ahead and going to happen. I didn't think she would say yes. I you know? did not think. So basically... Um, <laughs> I have some family members that were very much of the persuasion that if anything did go ahead and if, if a no-deal Brexit was looking likely, my well, my mum said that, well, I think that the Queen would step in and say, no, no, I'm not having it. And I just thought, well, I, I don't think that that's going to be the case. I don't think that she actually is going to be involved mm. in any way. And uh, here we are, but uh, in the opposite role, I guess. It's fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. It's yeah. actually like it's. But the thing is now is that if this happens, the Queen, if um, Parliament is prorogued and there's a five week long recess, there's still a lot of MP. John Burko is 
fuming. He is oh, fuming. I've seen um, his speeches on it. I love it. He's like, yeah. this is on. He's he's there like, I think two weeks ago, he was giving a speech somewhere in Edinburgh. And he said like, um, apparently I've heard recently that um, the, the new prime minister and his government is considering proroguing this parliament in order to bypass the democ- democratically elected legislators that we have here in yeah. this parliament. That is not going to happen. I shouldn't have to say that, but that is not going to happen. So it's actually going to be beef. Oh, people are not going to go down without a fight. I mean, people are are collecting in the streets in London. People are like, what is it? 1.4 million, did you say? 1.4 million. So there's a a fucking um, petition right now to not prorogue parliament. And it was, it's literally been up for 24 hours and it has one. 1,400,000, 28,881 signatures. And it's going up by like 30 every every second, you know? It's this is ludicrous. So I think within within a week this could have like 10 million, you know. Yeah. This is huge like the second referendum one, which is a whole different debate and a whole sure. much much narrower part of the population wants that. Right. That got nearly 4 million. Yeah. At a point where it wasn't critical. This is critical fucking thing. Nobody wants this to happen. No. Nobody who's remain half of the people who want Brexit. Just so much population do not want this. It's insane to think that this is actually where we're at now. And when I feel like we've been discussing it so much and it's been happening so much that we forget how fucking mental all of this is. Yeah, it's completely crazy. It's, there's also, and you might have to look it up, but there's a team of lawyers that are going to work towards investigating this proroguing because they're, they're, I don't know what stance they're going to take, but it's going to be something along the lines of this is not a democratic... Yeah, just uh, fully ousting the... I'm, yeah. uh, I'm down for revolution, to be honest. Honestly? I'm down like up in arms, get the fucking pitchforks. Get the pitchforks. Get the pitchforks, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it's... Uh, the it, muskets. It's crazy. I think that the it's um, tensions are extremely high now. And it really just feels like there's a government in place that doesn't give a single fuck about its people and about its elected parliament and the representation of the people. It, it's really undermining that whole system that Britain prides itself on, you know, being one of the kind of... Uh, the bastions of democracy around ab- the world. Absolutely. Yeah. That's wild. Ha. 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 <laughs> Thing is, though, like, there is the main... If if proroguing is going to happen, and I think it, it probably will, I, I can't see how, because everything that's happening right now, the Queen said yes, that's... It's, it's legal now. This is it. This is what we have to deal with. You can fight a no-deal Brexit. You can do other things. But this is, like, fucking legal. Really? Yeah, man. This is tradition. This well, is well, this is my, the government. You have to, mind. like, we'd have to have, like, complete fucking revolution. We'd have to have, like, Parliament going on strike, rebelling, you know? Like, seriously, the, the fucking that's, Prime Minister being, where, being put in jail. Going. The fucking Tower of London, man. Throw him in there. That's what's going to have to happen for this not to happen. Or a vote of no confidence because all of the legislative, mm-hmm. I hate that word, legislative, legis, legislative mm-hmm. methods to stop a no deal Brexit, yeah. all of those take or will likely take more than two or three weeks, which yeah. is the amount of time which Parliament has in session between now and no deal. 
Um, if you want to learn more about that, I'll put a link in the description. There's a TLDR news video all about that, the available methods to stop an early Brexit. But the one which only takes a couple of days is a vote of no confidence. And there's actually enough MPs now who are opposing this to get that through. But the question is, who will be the interim prime minister? And that's what they can't agree on. And that's what the government right now is banking on the fact that they can't agree. So obviously Corbyn wants it to be him. And this is why I fucking hate Corbyn, is that we've had three years of complete floundering fucking Tory leadership, hilariously bad, fucking up at every single step of the last three years. And Corbyn has not been able to put together a united front against these conservatives. Yeah. That is disgraceful, man. He doesn't fucking get it. He's literally... I f do you follow the Labour Facebook page? Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. They it's post a, like, look at our trains. Look at this person. This person's, you know, homeless. And it's like, cool. Yeah, great. Post that. Why have I not seen a single fucking piece talking about how bad Brexit's going to be? Why have I not seen a single fucking thing about No Deal? About how we need to stay in the EU. There needs and they to don't... be a voice against Brexit. Where's all the fucking... Strong is the one that the that's conservative yeah. one that's putting out. Which is why um, the Liberal Democrat Party in the previous... Well, in a couple of general elections after the coalition. The general the last election, general election after that. Yeah. One with where, where Corbyn did very well with young people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the... Liberal Democrats lost, lost loads of seats. However, they were the ones that came back with a strong anti-Brexit campaign. And then in the not general election. The by-election. The by-election. Got loads more. They got, um, they've got a lot more. They've also they've had a lot of like it. my MP, Chucko Amana, fucking yeah. shout out. I absolutely love the boy. He left Labour in February. Um, because he could not be in Labour anymore under Corbyn's leadership. Um, there was there was eight Labour MPs who left all at once, and it was a major crisis for Labour. And it was like, how the fuck is this happening right now? How the fuck are you not... like? One of the main things about politics and one of the main ways in which opposition parties can get elected is if the party in power is fucking up. All they have to do is effectively criticise them and unite against them. And they're basically guaranteed to get in. This is the weakest government we've ever had. The most yeah. fucking retarded shit I've ever seen that's happened since the fucking Suez Canal crisis in 67. The fact that we have not been able to put up a front against these people is ridiculous. But anyway, eight people left. My MP was one of them. And he said, because of Brexit, um, a lot of other people said because of the anti-Semitic... Um, the anti-Semitism scandal mm -hmm. as well. And and just a bunch of other complaints about the leadership and how it wasn't effective. And then a couple of months ago, he joined the Lib Dems. Because yeah. he tried to start up his own party and a new independent movement, but it wasn't really gaining traction. So he was like, I'm going to join the Lib Dems. And there was a great fucking interview he did on Good Morning Britain where he was like, yo, my constituency voted 82% remain. Highest in the country. I was thinking for a while that I needed to do my own movement the Liberal Democrats have been saying for the last two years, we are Remain, we are Remain, and trying to fight this fight. And it's so sad because they have such a small voice. Yeah. And you never hear about them mm -hmm. or what they're fighting for or anything. But I think um, now, if the vote of no confidence does go through, the Liberal Democrats will have quite a big voice in that. Honestly. And 
I think it doesn't really matter who the interim prime minister is if that happens because there's going to be a general election immediately afterwards. Absolutely. So it's like, the issue is is the the decision making which has been piss poor for a, it's so for bad. a good it's while so bad. now. And the thing is like people people are like, "Oh yeah, we don't want a no deal. We might not even want uh, a deal Brexit." But what we really don't want is Corbyn as prime minister. Mm. That's what all of the conservatives this is, you know, it is a point that you do have to appeal to everybody in Parliament. Just because, you know, conservatives like you in some sense doesn't mean you're a fucking sellout. The reason they hate Corbyn is because they know he's a fucking idiot and they know that he's not actually a good leader and he can't unite people and he's going to fucking divide. The- it's just, you got to play the game a bit, you know? It's, Especially in situations like this when pragmatism is all that matters and staying in the EU is is all that matters. It's not like if I look at the situation in America right now with Bernie Sanders, it's like, you know what, yeah, he can tell the Republicans to fuck off. He has to say exactly what he believes, exactly what he wants to fight for because the situation there is so drastic and needs such sustained, systematic change. Mm -hmm. With us, it's like, just stay in the EU, just stay in the EU, and then we'll figure out the rest. Yeah. That's the only thing that fucking matters and yeah. he doesn't get that yeah it's uh it's top on the priority yeah. list and i mean people are just people are just sick of hearing about it now i think which is dangerous because it almost puts people in a position where they're like either way i just want this decision to be made but if that decision is leaving the eu with a no deal brexit I think people need to be really aware of how terrible that's going to be. A lot of people and, aren't. And, and what you're looking at is, you know, people who are going through cancer treatments, people who have um, type 1 and type 2 diabetes, like not getting the like medication and treatment that's keeping them alive at the moment. That's, that's what we're dealing with, really. It's that extremity of, of people's lives. Mm. Um, and it feels like for the Prime Minister to be able to go to the Queen and ask to prorogue Parliament and that to go ahead and that to be, you know, five weeks of non-parliamentary discussion over Brexit and coming up with a certain deal, that just feels like a, a government mm-hmm. and a monarchy that doesn't give a single fuck about the people in that country. And that's really sad. Yeah. I'm really disappointed in the Queen, honestly. And the Queen's, not the Queen so much, because the Queen's fucking 94 years old or whatever. She's some old, old... I think the, she's some I think old the monarchy bag, is like, extremely archaic. Yeah, exactly. Should, should be completely done, like, done with. House well, I mean, of Lords, I, mean, whatever. I think that that's completely The House ridiculous. of Lords is out, absolutely outrageous. But having having a monarch, I'm not I'm not against it in theory. Like, the monarch here, King Willie, that's fine, you know? He's just a fucking head of state, figurehead, a celebrity. People love him. There's no reason to like to get rid of him here because sure. he doesn't have any power. He wouldn't. This like it doesn't. His name is not mentioned in these debates. He has no place in politics because he's just yeah. a hereditary figurehead. Uh-huh. He's just a part of you know the na- the country's history. That's all it is. Right. Um, but yeah, I actually now that we've been talking about this. Now I don't think it's going to happen. Still. I don't think it's going to happen. Me neither. I've That's always... why I, I'm, I am, I'm in a particular state of mind that is, that is 
And I've always been saying, like, it's it's gone up and it's down hopeful. a bit. Yeah, hopeful. Um, I, I, ha- I am feeling hopeful. I really am. Yeah. I, I think that it's come a time with, I think it's coinciding with people being really outraged about the climate. I think there's a, there's an air of people being sick of it and not putting up with this shit. Yeah. And, and that's why I feel hopeful. I think people are starting to realise, like, no, we don't have to take this. So I, f- I feel, I yeah. feel hopeful. I mean, it's it's not really down to, it's not down to us, it's down to Parliament, sure. you know? Well, it's it's, it's exactly. to, to an extent, you know, like, we can show our support and yeah. protest stuff like that, but it's always ultimately going to come down to those 500 people in Parliament, which is, that's the way democracy works, and I support that. But what I find interesting is, is his tactic here, which is, okay, I'm going to prorogue parliament. And then it's going to get to a stage where I think we have to have faith in parliament to still tell him to fuck off. And I and think the fact, there's, there's I, enough I, MPs yeah, out there who, who care about the people Who are going to tell him to fuck off. I do and think that's, that. And that's the thing is that I think he underestimates how how much this is going to infuriate parliament. Yeah. And not only infuriate Labour and the Lib Dems, but his own party as well. So many of them have of come course. out and condemned what he's doing right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So he's going to come back, you know, after prorogation with his, you know, deal, which will be, you know, nearly the same. And we're like, hey, guys, should we, uh, should we say yes? And they'll be like, fuck you, man. This is the same deal we said no to six months ago, eight months ago, ten months ago. You just tried to fucking shut us down because we were thinking about ensuring that the thing that you're threatening our entire country with, the lives of everyone living here, you shut us down because you wanted to leave that hanging above our heads. Fuck you. And then everybody will say no. And then he'll be like, okay, no deal. And before that can happen, I think he'll be, there'll be no confidence. He'll be impeached. That's my prediction. Yeah. And that, if that happens, yeah. fucking general election, Jeremy Corbyn probably, second referendum probably, Stay in the EU, probably. And then we fucking did it. Four years, absolutely wasted. Honestly, it's it's ridiculous. It's like... Might have to put a bet on it. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. That, that, and then and then Bernie Sanders. Three months later. Oh! Oh, baby! We're home free. Saving the world. Okay, well, that has been... um. A lovely Brexit debate. I think this will be an episode of Getting Sixes. How about that? Oh, how about that? Sorry, Timon. How about that? <laughs> you know Timon's in Hong Kong right now, did I tell you? Is he? Yeah. Interesting. Well jealous of that. Yeah. Love to be there. On the streets, fucking tearing down cameras and shit. Well. Throwing rocks at fucking Chinese state officials, bastards. But yeah. Well, that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, this has been Getting Sixes, episode... I don't know, 20, 19, something like that. Figure it out. Put yeah. in the description. Um, we'll put some links to nice Brexit information videos in the description because obviously yeah. our, our stats are not 100% yeah. bona fide. We're coming from a place of anger, frustration. Passion. And passion. Yeah. So the facts are coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will be following. They'll be here. All right, well, I'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye. In a bit. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.